0: What up people? Welcome to the Mind Body Hoops podcast. This is your host, Max McCoy, and just a little preface what this podcast is about. It's about us learning together. It's about us bringing on some of the top performers or the top experts in the world and asking them you know, how we can improve our games, but more importantly, how we can improve our lives because I'm trying to bridge the gap between what makes a, a hooper healthy and what makes a human healthy. So... In life, man, some of the things that make us better at basketball usually make us better at life and and vice versa. The things that improve our lives carry on into the court. So this podcast is all about how we can improve our lives, how we can improve our games and become those well-rounded hoopers and, and humans that are just poised to perform better in all aspects. So I hope you take away things that you can apply immediately and, uh, you know, applied knowledge is really the key here. Like take some shit from this podcast, even if it's one tiny little nugget and try to apply it to your life. And, uh, there's no measuring the ripple effects that one small change can have on your life. So I hope I'm bringing you value in this uh, podcast I'm having a blast talking to some of these awesome people and, and hope you guys enjoy. So, uh, welcome to the mind, body Hoots podcast. Today I'm joined by Buster Schur. Buster's the founder of Hoops Nation. He's uh, started off as a young broadcaster. He's now the host of an NBA series. Buster's kind of been in the space for a long time. Though young, Like he, he has a crazy amount of experience in the multimedia space. He's uh, developing himself into quite the young mogul. And so it's cool to be able to pick his brain about what he does, learn a bit, a little about his story. Uh, he talks a bit about obtaining mastery almost within the space of, you know, speaking. And, and we talk about a lot more. So this is a cool Culture episode, you know, Buster's deep in the culture of basketball, so it was cool to pick his brain. Uh, we did this one over a phone call, so my audio quality isn't as crisp as usual, um, but I think there's still a lot to unpack in this episode. If you're interested in the the business of basketball, Buster's a great guy to learn from, and um, and that's why I had an awesome time picking his brain. So here's my quick conversation I had with Buster Sure,
1: Buster. Thank you so much for taking the time, man. It's really cool to talk to you. Uh, I feel like I've been following you along for a while now, man. And and you're young, but it doesn't mean you lack experience, man. So it's really cool to talk to someone with the the amount of expertise and knowledge that you have in this space. So thanks for taking the time, brother.
2: I appreciate that, man.
1: Thank you for having me. Um, For the people who, you know, the few people that might not know who you are, or, or if you're just walking about, you know, like talking about your day friends or, you know, acquaintances ask you like, Yo, Buster, what do you do, man? Like seems like you're all over the place. What how do you kind of encapsulate your job or, or what you do in this space? Honestly,
2: it depends on the week, but there are a couple of things that that I definitely stay true. Uh, you know, I found this basketball outlet called Boots Nation, I host a show for the NBA, I do digital strategy for a couple of MLB and NBA players. So all all of that stays pretty consistent, but then, you know, on a week by week basis, like, you know, one week I might be running for president like this week, but you know, uh, in in four (laughs) months, who knows what I'll be doing one random week out of that month. But, you know, I, I like to travel, have a lot of fun, uh, immerse myself in the game, meet people that I, I want to learn from or think I could learn from, vice versa, uh, yeah. and uh, do, you know, my thing. But a lot of that is revolves around the consistent things in my life, which are Hoop Nation, the NBA, and all that For me, when I first found you, I was like, this guy knows how to speak, He knows how to carry himself. He has,
1: like, a really great poise about him. Is there something, is that kind of the thing that you started playing your flag in early, or is there something in particular, like a skill that maybe you, you know, when this was all starting off, that you're like, this is kind of the skill I want to pursue? Or was it that kind of love of basketball and NBA culture? Like, that's what I'm curious about. Is is there something that off the start you were trying to plant your
2: flag in? Yeah, for sure. When I was, when I was, a freshman slash sophomore in high school. So when I was a freshman in high school, I went to a high school in Brooklyn after my freshman year, I moved to Connecticut and my high school in Connecticut, believe it or not, already had the number one high school radio station in the country. Now there aren't that many radio stations at the high school level in the country. So, you know, it yeah. is what it is, but, <laughs> um, it was the number one one. So, you know, I, I immediately jumped right into that and uh, started broadcasting boys and girls basketball, football, soccer, lacrosse, field hockey, track and field, pretty much anything I could, I would. Um, And that definitely gave me a lot of experience at a young age. And then, you know, the moment that Facebook Live back then dropped way before Instagram Live. I just started going on every single night and just practicing, you know, just talking, whether it was 25 or 30 or 50 people that would come on in, whatever. I would literally just go on and and talk about the NBA. (laughs) I love that. You know, I, I actually enjoyed it. It wasn't about, you know, the clout or however many people watch. I mean, I definitely wasn't about the clout because I was like the biggest loser, uh, you know, sophomore year of high school. I mean, every 15 year old is, but um, it was definitely, definitely true in, in my case, but, um, I, I just, you know, started getting some reps in and through that, you know, and continuing to broadcast junior year, I won best sports cast of the year in the country, um, Damn. for under 18. And that's kind of around when all, all the Instagram and Snapchat and, and might've been a little bit earlier for Facebook, but around then too, uh, were really starting to pop and I was able to go a different direction than radio. And realized that that wasn't what I wanted to allocate my life to, but more so I wanted to be like a new era version of what I thought I wanted to be. You're kind of the
1: new era version of a lot of things,
2: like business owner, you know, uh, broadcaster-esque. Like
1: starting with the, you know, with what you were talking about and transitioning into the podcast, like the the cutting edge things. It seems like you're on top of them. I like that you said that it took a lot of reps, man. And for me, I'm only. I think this is around, like, when the time this comes out, this might be my 25th episode, so it's it's still new to me, man. And, like like you said, taking that time to just practice, whether I'm live or even for me, I'll just get a mic and try to answer someone's question and talk. But it's it's a tough muscle to develop, the ability to speak and keep your poised and still articulate ideas, man. Like, how'd that, how'd that start off for you? Maybe, like, what what did you start off with? Was it something that kind of came natural to you, or were you like, wow, this is really hard, and then you kind of developed into what you are now?
2: Yeah, I was terrible. I was really, really bad. It was so funny. The first broadcast I read, I was so nervous. It was like a junior varsity girls soccer game. And I was just nervous. Because before that I of thought all I things. wanted to do like I thought I wanted to do it for a living, right? Yeah. So imagine doing what you thought you wanted to do for a living for the very first time. Yeah. and like everybody in my family was listening oh, like wow. the amount of pressure that i felt and i'd never done it before like i didn't yeah. even tried <laughs> and yeah. i'm sure i've never listened back on it i don't even know if the recording's out there but i'm sure it was terrible and i asked all the guys afterwards how i did and they're like yeah you, you know you'll get better it's <laughs> like all right got it yeah hella so, nice was about going, it so i just kept going uh, and then eventually won we'll best in the country and all, all this good stuff happened. But yeah, I'm, I was terrible to start for sure.
1: When I first heard you, man, I, you, you reminded me of a Gary V and I was like, oh, this guy is a Gary V for sure. Like the way he carries himself and the energy <laughs> he brings and like, you know, you captivate someone when you're talking Does was, was Gary V uh, an inspiration to you? And, and, uh, if so, like how, or, or was that just kind of like a natural, you know, someone that you may be following, <laughs> but weren't too, too confident so- enough. So, the way you put that, I'm assuming you don't know that I worked for him. <laughs> worked? no, I did not actually yeah I so when I was
2: so when I was fifteen, no, like very few people know this, which oh, is yeah. why I'm like happy to tell it. Um, yeah. When I was fifteen, somebody put me on to Gary, and I like for the first time, I felt like I literally saw somebody that reminded me of like an old version of me. Yeah. and just because like he like hated school and at the time too not that many people were like talking bad about school No, you know, yeah, i was totally. like there weren't that many public figures with money that like were, were just like trashing on like school and the education system and that like really trashing and like saying that kids shouldn't go to college at the time i didn't want to go um i obviously didn't go but like uh, at the time, like that was the first inkling of of myself realizing I didn't want to go to college. But um, I was put on to him, and I, I just decided that I like I was like a fan now, you know. So I watched his stuff a couple months, and then I told a couple people that I was into him. People that like would know who he was, and then this mentor of mine, who's a professor at Columbia, he knew that I was a fan of Gary, and I was 15 at the time, and. He is like a, he's also like a venture capitalist guy, um, and he is a big wine fanatic. So I didn't know this, but I figured it out. Uh, he used to buy wine from Gary when Gary worked at Wine Library, and through that, established a really good relationship with Gary because he's a VC guy and whatever. So he invites Gary to come speak at his Columbia graduate class. So these are these are 22 to 28 year olds really uh, in this classroom all at, you know, Columbia Ivy League school, whatever. But he's like, he's like, Buster, you know, I know you like Gary, you should come in. Like you should definitely come in and talk to him. So he, when I went in, he sent Gary an email before saying that I was going to be there and that he was, that Gary was going to meet young Gary V today. Um, And after that, uh, after he spoke, um, I just walked right up to him, introduced myself and, uh, it's all on video. Actually. It's in like one of the daily V episodes, like super young me, just pretty young. I was probably, I was pretty nervous for sure. Um, of course, but yeah. I, uh, I just introduced myself, told him, told him what I did, told him who I knew. And he just told me I should come by the office and fast forward after my junior year of high school. Um, my I self I think it, it must have been junior year. After my junior year of high school, I interned at VaynerMedia, um, in the Vayner Talent department, uh, which is like a different version of what Team Gary V is for him. But it was a lot of fun. I think I'm the youngest person that ever worked there. Uh, um, I wouldn't be surprised, but but it was uh, it was great. Like he's the best. I just saw I've seen him a couple of times in the last couple of weeks. Actually, I ran into him at All Star a couple of times. Um, That's wild.
1: Was he was he a, was he, a, was, he, a, was, he a, was he a spark? And as to why like you had the balls, I would say to like get into all this and like do it so forthright, or was it just something? Was he just a guy you liked? And for a lot of people, he's just
2: like that. I was actually like I was doing it before I knew who he was. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, yeah, that was my question. But he 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 definitely you know. Do you see do you see yourself like, kind of evolving
1: into that type of character that helps you know young entrepreneurs and, ty-
2: and puts out that type of volume of content? Uh, definitely from a volume of content standpoint, but, um, you know, like I very much so stay in my lane, you know, and until, until, until my lane is that lane, I'm not, I'm not like, there's so many people on social media that like are my age and like give advice. Like I'm not here, you know, like I haven't experienced enough, like there's so many more people that I'd rather a 14 year old listen to for advice than hmm. me, who just graduated high school, you know, for whatever. Like, if you yeah. want to talk basketball, I'm all, I'm here. That's my lane.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, if you want to know who the, who the Knicks are going to get this offseason, like, I'm here to talk about that. If you want to know how to, like, build something on social media, I'm here for that, you know, but how to start your business, how to stay motivated, like, that's is not my lane. So I'm going to stick in my lane, you know, and then, and then we'll see what, what that evolves into. Yeah, um, but, but I, I mean, I think a lot of yeah. humbleness to say, man, and
1: uh, I don't know, I think there is a lot to learn from you, that's why I brought you on, man, you, you within your lane, you're, you're a killer of what you do, so I give you the credit in saying that people can
2: definitely learn from you, and you have the right yeah. to give, you have the right people to give can, price, People man. can learn from me, but just, like, learn from me what I actually do, not, not like stuff that
1: I don't do, you know? No, I, I resonate with that, and, and my, my channel and platform kind of, in a way, is, you know, a value bringing platform, and in, in which I'm trying to help people in an advice type way, but I'm very careful with that as well. So I resonate, like
2: yeah, making sure
1: right I'm there. I come across as a messenger rather than the one, you know, curating the actual advice and what they should do. I'm just like, here's some things that people do, and and if you can take value from it, often,
2: awesome. But for sure,
1: man, it seems like you're all over the place. Um, how do you manage your time? is there something in particular projects in particular that you kind of gravitate more to? Is there an 80, 20 with you and that, you know, 20% of your efforts are yielding 80% of your, or no, 80% of your results, you know, 80% of your efforts are going to 20% of your things or are you just spread in, um, man? Are you never go, are you,
2: do you never stop? Like how, how do you manage your time? Yeah, I try to never stop. Um, one of the big things you mentioned travel, one of the big things that I want to be doing over the next couple of years and that I've done for the last two months is a different city every weekend. Um, because I have pretty much, I have friends in every major city or at least cities that I want to travel to. And if I didn't, I wouldn't want to travel there anyways. But yeah, if I stay at their place, provide them value, connect them to a bunch of dope people down there, whatever. Uh, my only experience, expense is airfare, because I already Uber everywhere in New York, and I already eat out every meal in New York. So is the, literally, the only expense for me traveling to another city is airfare, and I'm working on minimizing that, too. So, you know, yeah, it, I, love, I love this idea of traveling uh, you know, to a different city every weekend, because I find that when I'm in other cities, I optimize my time much better, and I schedule a lot more, and there's always a ton more to do, and network with the people that I know on social, but I don't know in real life. And anybody that, you know, is like in the relationship business, they have to, you know, you the importance of an in-person IRL relationship is just monumental in contrast to one on like fake social media. So, um, yeah. you know, that, that's really how that is. So that's one of the reasons I like traveling to other cities. So we did, uh I did Charlotte, that was for obviously All Star and broadcasting there, but then L.A. last weekend, L.A. two weeks ago, New Orleans this past weekend. I'm in Connecticut this upcoming weekend, and then Miami next week. Uh, That's rad,
1: man. That's a hell of a lifestyle. I love to travel. Travel is one of the things that I attribute to, like, the most personal development. And just seeing new places, you kind of start to begin thinking new thoughts, man. And, like, your brain starts to put a better picture of how the world works together. So it's not only fun, but it's beneficial to, like, the growth of who you are as a human. That's sick. Um, For sure. You, you touched on uh, relationship building and that's something that with this podcast, I'm learning. this is such a beautiful thing with the modern era, how easy it is to connect with people on, on a more human level, even though you've known them forever, maybe on, on the digital platform. How is your ability to form relationships kind of helped your success? And, and is there anything in particular that you would recommend to people looking to build better relationships with people they want to work with? Um, how, where would you point them? Cause like the people you work with is, it seems like you've worked with just about everyone, and I think that's you know that's one of the big things that I would I was expecting to hear from you when I said you know what are you trying to plant a flag in and, and one of those things for yeah. me could have been like this guy makes hell of relationships like this guy knows how to build relationships um, he works hard at it like it's well deserved so is there any advice I I assume this is within your lane is there any advice you could shed on
2: on that aspect of what you do Yeah, I think you know just like a good good thing in general is always provide more value than you're getting. Um, And then you're always like, just from like a pure, just beneficial standpoint, like you always want to be doing better for them or like as good as for them. Like you never, I'll put it this way. You never want them to be doing more for you than you are for them.
1: Mm.
2: That makes sense, man.
1: That makes sense. And so with that, I got to make you some video content out of this interview so that, i'm helping you out hopefully that's what Um, i'm saying dog that's the right approach exactly that's what i've been trying to do if we were man if we were in la and we got to connect i would have got you some sick video content but i'll make it work regardless Um, how have you dude so with me i have like a smaller version of what you have much much smaller in terms of platform and exposure and things like that but for me even it's hard with the phone usage like I'll be on my phone way too much, you know, some, at some points. And, and for someone who puts a big emphasis on mental health, like how have you found any balance or any, like have you put up any structures in your life that make sure that you're not on your phone way too much? Or is that something you just like, okay, I have to sacrifice because that's the nature of the work I do for me. It's like too much phone usage can result in like short-term, like short-term thinking and like short-term attention span. And sometimes like increased anxiety, you know, like, is there, is there any boundaries you put up in terms of, like, when and when you won't use your phone? Or is that something you just realize, like, this is the nature of the job?
2: Um, I think, for the most part, it's the nature of the job. There aren't too many ways to get around it. Yeah. Um, but I think travel is good. Travel is great for, you know, in person. Like, the only way that I'm not going to be on my phone, quite frankly, is if I'm working out, playing a sport, or I'm with somebody else. Yeah, that's true. There's literally no other reason that I would every other second of every day unless I'm sleeping, I'm on my phone. Yeah. That's true. So how do I so how do I minimize phone usage? By scheduling as much like dope stuff during the day with dope people so that I realize so that I make sure that the importance of that is greater than what I'd be getting off of on my phone. That's true. Yeah. That, that you in the moment. It's, it's, it's easy to
1: see what you're doing, man. You're at like every NBA event, you're connecting with influencers and celebrities. Is there anything in particular that's a little monotonous uh, about what you do? Cause I think it's easy for people to look from the outside and mm-hmm. that uh, it's a glamor life, you know, and I I know you're grinding behind the scenes. So is there something in particular that's extra monotonous for you?
2: It's um, a good question. Uh. I don't know. I'm trying to think like some of the stuff that I don't highlight. I work out a decent amount now every That's day. That's good, man. That's good. Uh, That's... I don't really post about that. Um I did like time. a hundred day I did a hundred day challenge. I did post about that two or three times, but um on stories. But uh yeah, for the most part, I mean there are like some specific business stuff, but I'm not gonna it's like it's not that exciting. Um mm-hmm. but uh no, most of like I try to Like essentially, the way that I looked at my career, graduating high school was, how do I do what I'd be doing in my free time and get paid for it? Yeah, which was what? What were you doing in your free time? Playing video games and talking about the NBA. So now I host a show for the NBA where I play video games with NBA players and talk about the NBA. That's (laughs) so rad, man. That's so rad. (laughs) So so I do that and run Hoop Nation and do. A digital strategy and i do some stuff in music so you know yeah so, so, it's an amalgamation of everything I'd, I'd be you know watching anyways but like up close
1: i got a couple i'll, I'll let you go in a sec what i want to talk about a little more business
2: i want to get you in the weeds maybe for one question
1: because it okay. is you are like you know you're you have expertise in this area and a lot of people can learn from it so is there some is there a 80 20 with you is there something that you know, 20% of your efforts, yield you know, to 80% of the results, whether it's reaching out to brands and influencers or connecting with people, or if it's content creation, or is there something in particular that you behind the scenes were doing and that you, that you attribute, like the ability to grow. And, um, I don't know, man, I, I'm I'm trouble forming the question, but is there anything that comes to mind in terms of the behind the scenes stuff that no one sees that you think like, this is, you know, this was huge for my growth.
2: Yeah, I mean, most people don't know that I ever did broadcasting. Mm. They're, like, they're like, how are you so good on camera? It's like, because I used to not be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it used to be terrible. Like, you uh, you just developed it. What has developed uh, developing your
1: ability to speak and stuff taught you about skill acquisition in general? Taught me about what? What has, like, your ability to grow within, like, the broadcasting and speaking space taught you about... Skill
2: acquisition in general. Oh, it's reps, reps, it's a case with everything. It's reps, same with working out. I've learned that, you know. Oh, yeah, it is what it, it is. And like the the funny thing that I've learned about working out, which I didn't expect, because I used to only like, play basketball. I used to play sports because I enjoyed playing sports, not necessarily because I enjoyed exercising. There's a big difference there. But I realized that when you work out, eventually you start to enjoy it. And then like when you start working out, the only reason you're working out is because you want the results of working out. And eventually after like two or three weeks of working out, like every day or a couple times a week or whatever, you start actually enjoying working out. And then that's when you really get in a good cycle because then you're not working out for the results, you're working out for you and that's where everybody should try to get to if they're working out or anything like that that's just one thing I'll say from personal experience
1: no I love that that could be applied to anything starting with like maybe with the podcast maybe I started it because I wanted to grow my brand but after you know uh, an X amount of episodes, I'm like, oh, no, I actually just absolutely love doing this and talking to cool people, and that's maybe when I start right. I, that's finally when I started developing the actual skill set necessary to get to where I wanted to go to start, so, Buster, right. I appreciate you taking the time, man. Is there something last question I'll ask you, is there something that's like your North Star, is there somewhere you want to be in 10, 20, 30, you got a long way to go, you're young, man, but um, you know, you're killing it already, is there somewhere that you see yourself like as the North Star like with Gary Vee to find the Jets, is there something like that to you?
2: President of the United States. Yeah, all right, man. I like it. Twenty thirty six or twenty twenty. We'll see if they change the rules. I don't know 20- if I has to be thirty five. Twenty thirty six. <laughs> all right, man. I, I won't count you out, Buster man. Okay. <laughs> thank you for
1: taking the time, man. if you in L. A., give me a give me a text and we'll connect. I got you, bro. Thank all
2: you. Right, man. Thank you. Thank you, for having me. Yep. Have a good one.
0: Thanks again for listening, guys. And thanks to Buster for hopping on the podcast. Buster is a master of his craft, a high performer in his own space. Uh, So it's always cool to learn from people like that. Um, Guys, please reach out to me on Instagram. Give me your feedback. I'm active on there. Your feedback is what keeps me going. Feel free to send me, um, you know, guest recommendations, anything you want to see more of, see less of. Um, I'm all ears. But thank you guys for listening. I'm excited for the podcast we have coming. Um, And thanks for following along on this journey. See you guys next episode.